the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 The Answer presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information from the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. I'm getting closer to my head. Call now. 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning. I'm Dottie Herman, and you're listening to Eye on Real Estate. We are the only show on talk radio that's all about real estate and the millions of things that have to do with real estate in our lives, which is, of course, just about everything. We have a great show for you today with our regular panel of experts, and we invite you to call in for your advice. So please give us a ring at 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. My co-host, Jerry Feeney, is with me today. Jerry is a prominent real estate attorney. I think most of you know a wealth of knowledge about almost every aspect of real estate you can think of, and he's here to answer any legal questions you might have. Not only is Jerry's advice very smart, but it's also free for our listeners. So I encourage you to call us at 866-970-9622. Well, today it's free. It's not always free. Well, I mean, it's free when you're listening to the show. (laughs) Okay. And nothing is free, really. I mean, That's so true. so That's really, true. I mean, the advice that you give people would cost. I mean, attorneys sometimes charge me by the minute. We're um, also joined by a said. crackerjack mortgage and finance expert, Ace Anatusa Parp. Good morning, Dottie. Good morning, Ace. Are you getting ready? Ace is the executive vice president of Citizens Bank, and he'll be happy to answer any questions you might have about getting a mortgage and refinancing or home equity loans. Again, let's hear from, you can hear from Ace at 866-970-9622. And if I'm talking funny today, I, I, I need a root canal. So I'm a little pain. So if I'm talking a little funny, it's my teeth. No, you sound fine. Oh, okay. So, oh, so Ace, what's here? who's going to win? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can go against the GOAT, Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> he's, even though he's 41, he's, he's still, still one of the best. So, but um, I'm sure a lot of people are, are wanting to see Philadelphia win because they're they're so bored of New England winning it every year. So this could be their sixth um, title, Scotty. So six wow! Times. Now it's going to be cold, but it'll be indoors, correct? Yes. Yeah. It so. will be. I'm going to be. Believe it or not, I'm just going to be a sports weekend for me. I'm in Boston tonight for a big hockey game. Wait a second, I'm, Jerry. You're in Boston. So what? Wait, I'm, wait. Run that. <laughs> say that again to me, Jerry. I am actually going to Boston for a hockey game. It's an annual thing that I have a friend, uh, very good friends in Toronto, and uh, they're the arch rivals of uh, Boston, I guess, uh, in hockey. So 
they have a box for this game. I'm going to be in Boston rooting against the home team ah. on the eve of the Super Bowl. So if you never hear from me again, that's You better what be happened. careful, Jerry. You better put some armor on. The Boston fans killed me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're tough. They're very tough people. They say the Philly fans are tough, but you, if you've never been to Boston, these guys are tough too. So I probably and, will and, just and enjoy Dottie, a cocktail. Jerry is actually throwing a Super Bowl party as well. Yes, so, tomorrow. Look and at I this. even know who's playing this year, which is well. I, I would. I purposely didn't ask you, Jerry. <laughs> Thank you. Because I was afraid you would not know who was playing. That's I why I purposely asked Ace. Because yeah. I knew Ace would know. And I'm like, if I ask Jerry, I'm not sure if you'll know even who's playing the game. But you know what, Dottie? If you're from New York, you probably you, you probably don't even care who wins, right? So we we hate Philly. We hate New England. So. We do. I didn't know that we were supposed to. Well, you know, look, we if do, it's a do. New, even with baseball, if it's a New York team or you know a once was New York team, it always makes it a lot you know a lot better. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I didn't yeah. even know New England was a Boston team. I thought New England is all of New England, but they told me no. It Boston but, you know, claims ownership of that. But yeah. uh, there's will be a million look, Super Bowl parties. Them? But people yeah, look, it's a tradition anyhow. So it'll be it'll it'll be fun. And it'll remember, if you like to contact us by email, the address is radio show at com, and we'll answer your questions on the next show. And by the way, I have a lot of questions today uh, that that people um, sent us. So I have after we get through the beginning of the show, I'll, I'll go through some of them. They're really good questions. And remember something. If somebody asks us a question, there's a million other people who have the same question. And if you've ever had the experience or you kind of think you have a remedy for somebody, please call in. It's what we call a community. And I like to have communities. And I feel that our radio show is a community with experts in every field. And, you know, sometimes... You've been in situations where you've learned something or something's happened. So please call in and share with us. We love that. Um, so you can call us at radio show at element.com or call in. You can also tweet me. It's Adi Herman. And visit me on Facebook. It's Adi Herman. And keep up with what's happening in real estate. There's also a new app that I said we're all waiting for. And the, I don't want you to think I'm conceited. I just have my picture on it. I am waiting for uh, Ace and Jerry to send me their stuff. So that their pictures, but we do have an app, um, so that if you missed any part of the show or you want to go back, uh, you'll be able to go to the app store. It's free. It's called Ion Real Estate, and get get whatever pieces of the show you are interested in hearing about. Later on the show at eleven a.m., we have a fascinating guest. His name is Steve Nigren, who is the founder of the most successful wellness community, and they're building these new wellness communities all over. Uh, but his is the most successful, they say, in the world. What it's is called, a wellness community? So, well, what do you think a wellness community is? I don't know. Well, what does it sound well? like, Jerry? I know you're smart, but now, now let's talk common sense. <laughs> no, What's I mean, a, it wellness, sounds like a spa or something like that. Well, or, well uh, wellness sounds like it should be healthy, doesn't it? It uh, should be, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> and that's really a thing. So it, it's it's a community. It's called... Sarabi, and it's a fascinating place to live. It's located in Georgia. There are 300 houses and 600 residents, and it's for all ages, so it's not a particular age group. It's a delightful place to live. They claim that not a single child has asthma, um, that everyone's healthy. So we're going to find out about it because um, it looks like a trend that is starting. I mean, I'm always up on trends, and it looks like these wellness communities and health 
places where they're healthy and the food's healthy and they're kind of communities where you can get everything close so to you where you live. you can't eat Oreos there or something? Well, Jerry, when we grew up... I love Oreos. They I had live without pancakes them. with... I used mm-hmm. to go to the pancake house with syrup and... Right. And, Sausages. And, yeah. Butter. Like butter, butter and gobs of butter, gobs yeah. of it. And when I think of all the unhealthy things, but of course it was more fun then because nobody knew it was unhealthy, so we remember, ate it. Remember cotton candy at the... Oh, well, the yeah, but I never surgery. loved cotton candy, but of course that was, was another sugar. unhealthy. Was, yes, yeah. Yeah, that was just wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Many homeowners have huge equity in their homes, but we don't want to sell, and they don't want to sell homes, their home necessarily. So I want you to know they have access to it. So at Citizens Bank Home Equity Line of Credit, they can help you unlock the power of your home. Whether you'd like to renovate your kitchen, replace your roof, or consolidate debt from high other, you know, if you have a lot of debt and on credit cards and high rate balances, you can consolidate it all um, and get a lower rate. At Citizens Bank, home equity line of credit gives you the security, the stability, and the confidence of a dependable source of funds. And you really should look at that because a lot of people have debt out there. If they consolidate, they can get a better rate, put it all in one place, and Citizens will help you do it. Citizens Bank, home equity line of credit offers great rates as low as 4% APR, flexible, and their flexible repayment terms. No application fees, no application fees or points, and no closing costs. Um, applying is easy. Just call 1-855-422-4736. That's 1-855-422-4736. Or you can just e- email us, and we will send you the number. Now, you know that yesterday was Groundhog Day. Yes, it was. And, and we had a um, couple of different groundhogs, apparently, with different results. And, thought, did he come out? And, and the famous groundhog in Pennsylvania. Well, he could. Well, it's Puxatani Pete is the real one. Well, that's right, Puxatani Pete. Yeah. Yeah. And he, but he couldn't see his shadow. And as the legends go, if they say it's Phil, not not Pete. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Puxatani Phil. Yeah, sorry. Pux, yeah, Puxatani Phil. If he sees his shadow on February second, six more weeks of winter. Uh, and uh, no shadow indicates an early spring. Phil, a groundhog, has been forecasting the weather on Groundhog Day for more than 120 years. He's a very old groundhog. Yes, but just how good of a job... <laughs> well, wait a second. Just how good a job he does is the question. Uh-huh. Data from the Stormfax Almanac status shows that Phil's six-week... Oh, that his, that his, he's only been correct in all the time, 39% of the time. So less than half the time. Yes. Well, that's why, what do I tell people? In my next life, I'm coming back as a weather woman <laughs> because you can yeah. not have to be right. You can say chance of it might be sunny partially, maybe. Yeah, nobody, nobody and holds nobody you expects your, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, what do you want? The weather was wrong. And nobody expects the expectations. The bar is not high. So the, uh, he was the, wrong. But if I'm hoping he's wrong again, but I don't think he is. It looks the, like we have six more weeks of winter. Didn't the mayor... Uh, Killed a groundhog a few a few years ago. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that was the one in Staten Island. Let's not talk about him, please. No, I, I don't that was the. Other, I think that was Bloomberg that killed the groundhog. Oh no, anyway. well. So they I don't, don't do it anymore. Yeah. Now I tell you, on this day in history, 1933, German Minister Hermann Göring banned all social democratic newspapers in Germany for publishing fake news. 
Mm, How do you like that? Wow, wow. That's uh, and he used that. He used those words. <laughs> Fake news. Yep. Meaning news they didn't agree with. Yeah. Wow. In 1979, YMCA. Do you remember YMCA by Village People? I can People? sing it. Yeah, Pete Village People. At number two on pop singles chart. And you know, a year ago, a friend of mine is um, in one of the clubs in the city. I, I'm trying to think of uh, the the Club, I think. And uh-huh. um, I was there with my friends, and I see a guy with a cowboy hat. <laughs> now that was the first giveaway, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Oh, my God. Are you for the village people? Well, they're like 70 now, aren't they? Yeah, well, they're dead, most of them. But, but, okay, so, but anyhow, so he says yes. So I said, oh, my God, I, I used to listen to you. And, you know, at every bar mitzvah, every wedding, they mm-hmm. played YMCA. You know, that was it. So anyhow, most of the partners are not alive anymore. I think he has one partner that is. And it just so happened that it was my high school reunion two weeks later. And mm-hmm. I asked him if he would Which come. one? And he did. Wow, that's great. Yeah, he charged me next to nothing, and he oh, did, and he sang with his group uh, oh, all of those hit songs. It was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, so. We should uh, sing it for the listeners. Yeah. I would sing it if I could yeah. sing. Yeah, we could sing it. Okay, but Ain't I'm sure everyone knows YMCA. Yeah. In 1997, Howard Stern Radio premiered in Detroit. In 97? Yes. Wow. I, I do listen to him uh, on, uh, on yeah. uh, satellite news. He's a very entertaining guy. And um, if it is your birthday, you are an Aquarian, and you share it with the lovely, uh, you share it with uh, Blythe Danner, and your love match sign if you are an Aquarian. Uh, now, this was the kind of 70s, 80s thing where everybody would say, what's your sign? Mm-hmm. What sign oh, yeah. are you? That would be like the first question. That was like, you know, the pickup question when you were young. Okay, what's your sign? (laughs) Oh, it doesn't match? Well, then I'll change my sign. Right. Okay. (laughs) Ace is laughing at us. Ace, that's what you did. You would do do, I know you don't want to be called millennials. I don't know what to call you. Do they start out by saying, oh, what's your sign? No, they start out by saying, sorry, we're an hour late for the date. Do they ask? (laughs) They still ask. They do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Because, you know, no, now I the did. new thing is, what's your credit score? Yeah. <laughs> and if it's not good, you're not happening, Those son. Dottie's rules of dating. Yeah. Let me see your credit report. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> but your love you. match, if you're an Aquarius, is uh-huh. a Gemini, uh, okay. and, and they like to really have a good time, so you'll never be bored if you hook up with one of the twins. The only part of the Geminis is they're twins. They have schizo personalities. You know, oh, you got to get the good. right twin out. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. A whopping 41% of Americans say they want to live in a brand spanking new home. Home buyers, however, have caught up with the excitement of brand new, never lived in home, can overlook some key details. And so we're going to talk about things um, that you should look at when you want to buy a new home. But I really want to do something. I have a whole lot of topics. I want to a- answer a lot of the questions um, that have you've asked. And I have a topic that I really want to talk about because this happens a lot. And I'm just going to say this. I just got an offer on my home and I'm so mad. And I'm so mad at my agent for even bringing me that offer. I want to have that discussion. Jerry, I'm sure you've heard that before. Oh, yes. Yes. You think think they're going to be happy and they're mad. Okay. And I'm so mad I got an offer. Okay. (laughs) And uh, really, and if we have time, uh, we'll talk about what should you take the first offer because that's another thing. Oh. I just got an offer. I just put my house on the sale. It's on sale one day. 
Ah, uh, you priced it too. Sh- you didn't price it well. You did something wrong. You did something <clears> wrong. <throat> yeah. Gee, well, we sold it a day. No, well, something's wrong with that. It must be too low. So, should you take yeah. and when should you take your first offer? Um, and if we have time, the final walkthrough, uh, what you should look for. Um, oh. I guess I lost one of my callers on because I didn't take his question on time. But I'm sorry if I if I lose you because you can't hold on. You can call back or email us. Just like I just can't keep on always stopping in the middle of sentences. But I I do want to tell you that um, home ownership rates rose in you know at the end of 2017 for the first time since 2004. So that's good news. And mm-hmm. um, it's up from 63.7% a year uh, to almost 64.5. And a lot of that has to do with the economy, feel, people feeling good, people feeling good about jobs, and the, and the millennials who are buying and buying and buying. And so this is a big mar- market shift, and we're happy about that. Pending home sales eked out about 5% gain, and uh, the supply crisis is hitting housing very hard, so strong demand quickly eats up what few listings there are, so it's real important and for you to, before you go look, because there's not much inventory, especially in the lower prices, before you go look, you need to get pre-qualified. You need to have Ace check your credit, make sure the credit's all good because you, when you apply for a mortgage, you want your credit to be fixed before you apply. Uh, so because the supply of homes at the end of the December fell, fell to the lowest level since realtors have been tracking in 1999. That's how, that's how wow. few homes. I mean, it's, it's, so it's tough. I mean, it's good if you're selling. But if you're out there and you're buying, you really got to be up and you have to be prepared and you have to know what you need to have ready. So you want to have it all in place. And, and Ace, they can call you. You can call Ace. They can and, call. Yes. And, and Ace has a team, one better than the other. And it costs nothing. And you should have that really all done before you even look. Absolutely. Uh, right. Now, Ace, mortgage rates jumped to the highest in four years, even though they're still low, in my opinion. Is that true? Yes, it is actually. The 30-year fixed rate has actually gone above 4%, so we're looking at 4.375 now, Dottie. Okay, so you see that rates are going up, and I think, I mean, I don't think that's the whole reason the market fell as much as it did yesterday, but one of them was rising interest rates. So if you're out, if they're if they're if you're out looking for a home, or you plan on buying a home this year, I would suggest, even though it's cold, you get out there and start looking after you talk to Ace because I don't think they're going to go up too much more, but they're still low. So, Daddy, after the break, I want to tell folks, you know, what I'm seeing actually. Okay. um, In the marketplace. Would you do that? Okay. So after the break, uh, Ace will give you a few tips on what you should know about the interest rates and what's going on. We'll be right back. We have a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back with Ion Real Estate. Again, 866-970-9622. And before I let Ace give his words of wisdom, I want to just take a quick question from Eric from Woodbridge. Hi, Eric. How are you this morning? Hi, Dottie. It's Eric in Woodbridge, and I love your show. And I know that you mentioned you were going to talk about um, new construction. And um, I have about five or six observations having purchased new construction that I think I'd like to share with you. Oh, I love that. I love that because that's how people learn. Watch this. I believe that, uh, number one, that gorgeous driveway that was usually paved with Belgian block uh, (laughs) when you saw the spec house, you're not getting that when you buy your brand new house. You will get a gravel crushed stone driveway, and you will, after closing, have to put in your own driveway. That's one thing I Okay, wait, so Eric, stop for one second. Sure. So what's the lesson learned? Ask what comes with the house, not what it shows? Oh, absolutely, because there's, there's other little goodies like that, that that people should know in brand-new construction when it's sight unseen and you're buying in a community or a development and there's only one spec house and everything else is farmland. Number two, similarly, that beautiful walkway from the driveway to the front porch. <laughs> no, no, no. You will get flagstones or something they throw down, uh, <laughs> not uh, a paved uh, sidewalk. That's my second little observation. Um, my third observation was the landscaping. The spec houses will all have beautiful landscaping. True. When you close, you will go to an empty, there's nothing there. You'll spend Dirt. thousands, right, right, on that issue. Uh, the other thing is that if the builder doesn't finish, they can force you to close and then say, here's a punch list, give us all the money, but we promise to, you know, finish puttying and, clean, you know, painting the windowsills. But... They've got you over a little barrel because that's what the contract says. Another thing I noticed was that the deposit you put down, which could be substantial, that's not escrowed to go towards the building of your brand-new home. It's used by, by the builder to finance the other properties in a particular development. He needs to just put up a bond, but that money goes towards financing his other projects in the development. And I'm almost done. And the closing itself, usually they go to the money, as we know here in the New York, New Jersey area. No, 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 with new construction, you will have to go to the builder's location with your settlement agent and then close at their location. When they tell you to close, uh, if you delay, there's a penalty. If, they're, if they delay, eh. You know, so those are my observations of new construction, well, just from a practical point of view. No, first of all, Eric, more. thank you so much for sharing, because really new development is tricky. And I, I would say that there's a, a lot of rules that you have to look at. And I mean, I bought a house uh, that was a spec house, actually brand new, and um, it was in the Hamptons. So it was right around Fourth of July, and I was really in a rush to get in. And so I will blame some of it on myself because I should know better. But I just wanted to get it before 4th of July. And it was like nobody was even working. So, And I had the gravel, like you said. Uh, I did not have cement. Uh, I had no landscaping, which, as you said, I didn't really expect a lot. I expected a little. But, I, but as you said, I had a deck 
that was a flat roof and leaked, and um, I had a whole mess of things that went on. And I think that if we could share, and, I, and again, there, I don't want to blame it on, on all builders because some builders, that, you know, you're, you're going to get what you see. And, and in many new homes, what they do is they price, they, they'll put a model out and they'll give you a, a number that's low, and then they're going to charge you for any upgrade. So, right. I, you know, they're all different. So you have to really look and see what what you're buying does you, because they, they make the model with all the upgrades. Right. Okay. To ask, you know, the, the customer, the consumer, is are they going to go into the, the weeds and say, does the driveway really come paved? Do I really get uh, a six-panel, you know, solid door? You know what, Eric? I think you're giving very good advice. I don't think yeah. it's a matter. I think people sometimes just don't even think about that. They don't. Yeah. They just assume that because they're looking at the model, they assume that that comes with it. And so I think you you really help a lot of people because the number one lesson you learn is you don't assume when you see a new construction, you need to specifically ask, okay, this is the model. You're going to build me a different house. What comes with it and what's extra? Like sometimes the tiles are upgrade, the fireplace might be upgrade. And then it's a wise thing if you kind of look up the builder and see if he has a track history or not. Yeah. But I love your show, Dottie. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for sharing. All I, right. Uh, Have a great day. You too. <clears throat> and really, but, but it's really yeah. true. And and do I, I think that there, you know, you really have to really ask a lot of questions and uh, we're going to talk about that. But before I to, do that and I, before we I have our make... guest, we, we were in the middle of Ace giving us uh, some of his insights on what the environment is for interest rates. Yeah, Dottie. Uh, and, and Eric has a great radio show, so he should definitely call us more often. But um, you know, right now, you know, with rates going up to 4.375, what I've been noticing is that, you know, folks that have been on the fence are actually jumping with two feet in now um, because they see that rates are going up. So if you're a seller and you're listening to this show, you know, please keep in mind that, you know, there are buyers now willing to pull the trigger and they're a lot more serious. So, if you do get an offer, if you're one of those sellers that are getting offers early, uh, make sure that you're considering that offer because, you know, with rates going up, if they go up by 1%, and it's been hovering right around the 3% range for quite some time now, and now that folks are seeing rates gradually creep up a little bit, you know, they're, they're less, they're less, they're, 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 they're more, well, more they qualify for less. Act more. They qualify for less because if you, if it goes up by 1%, you actually lose buying power by 11 to 12%. Okay, so say that the, again. I'm doing a little story on millennials, and I asked for your input. And um, I'm yeah, doing a story no, for a magazine, you. and it said, what should millennials know? And I really think more important than telling them what they should know after they buy the house or how should they pick the house, what they should do and know before they buy a house. And exactly I think that. that they should go to you, find out that their credit, because again, once you apply for a mortgage, you applied. So you should have your credit checked. And ACE can do that. I mean, right? You can check their credit. And if there's any flaws in your credit, then ACE can tell you da 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 And then you can get that fixed many times. Or there might be just a mistake. Um, Definitely. You, you should always have a, a um, checkup for your for your credit score at least once a year, Dottie. So, so at least you know. And then you know he can tell you what mortgage would work for you. And then if you're pre-qualified, that certainly helps in negotiating because 
Now the only thing that the homeowner needs is an appraisal on their house. And if you're a seller, just know that how much is it? How much buying power do you lose with the interest rates going up? Did you so, just... so if it goes up by one percent, yeah, then you lose about eleven to twelve percent in buying power. Okay, so know that if you're a buyer. Now I'm not saying to run out and buy a house you don't like. Okay, exactly. But if there's if you're going to buy something and you find something, pull the trigger. And if you have to pay a dollar or two more, you probably won't pay. You know, you're going to make it up with interest rates. And if you're a seller. Know that, although I don't think the interest rates are going to go up so much to make a big difference, um, know that the buying power right now is greater than it will be in six months. Right? Right. Yeah, it's a a perfect market. With inventory so scarce and with rates going up, you know, if you're a seller in this market, it's it's great. So That's true. Okay, so remember, 866-970-9622, and you can call us for any of those questions. I just have to tell you, this is kind of off the subject, but um, since I'm always talking about islands, I found an island, and it's called, no, and no boys are allowed, and it's called Super She Island, an exclusive retreat for women only. And uh, it's women only, health-focused, again, everything about health, off the coast of Finland, invites female guests to book day-long or week-long stays. And do you want to know why they don't want guys there? Why? Because when there's a cute guy, then the women put lipstick on, they have to get all made up, and they feel this is a way, you know, you're not going to see any men, so you can just let it just go, no makeup and this and that. I don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea, but it's the first uh, female island I've ever heard of. So I thought it was worth a uh, uh, thing. Now, if you don't want to move an island and you want to find out the best places that people are moving to that are that they're fleeing to that nobody really wants to live in, but these are, okay, is, is uh, Wisconsin... And actually, oh, they're leaving Wisconsin, excuse me, and Utah and Kentucky. Uh, they are not moving to those places. Are they moving to New York? Okay. They're moving to Vermont, Oregon, Idaho, South Dakota, Washington, North Carolina, South Carolina. Uh, I guess they're looking for tax, where taxes or sometimes when the weather gets really cold, people decide that they need warmth. Uh, I think we're going to have a break, and then we're going to come back. I have a lot of questions that you've um, emailed us in for Ace and for Jerry and for myself, and we'll talk about them in a few minutes. We'll be right back after the commercial break. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. You're back uh, listening to I on Real Estate, um, 866-970-9622. I'm here with Ace Wanatsupar, uh, who is our financial whiz, and, and Jerry, who's our legal expert, and myself, who I think I know a little about real estate or so. Uh, and building a business. Uh, remember, 
Anytime you call in, there's a million other people that have the same question. So you're helping everyone. And as I, as Eric just did, if you if you have any input or you've been through an experience and you have uh, something that you know you agree with or you don't agree with, please call us in. I I really want to take this community and make it even bigger because I believe in communities and I believe in sharing. Uh, Sharing knowledge, sharing power, and and as we know, knowledge is power. And we all, nobody can know everything, so we have the experts. Now, this was a question that I think is really important, and Jerry, I think you're the one to answer this. But um, a a caller called in and said, uh, you know, I heard that there's a a material fact, in other words, that you have to disclose, what do you have to tell or reveal to a seller. In other words, I'm the, I'm the seller. I'm selling my house. What do I have to reveal to the seller about my home? Like if I have some faults in it. Can, so I, in, can I have a hole in the wall and put like a picture over it and hide it? So in, in New York, the rule is that you have to, if you choose not to do a property condition disclosure report, which most people don't do and instead give a $500 credit at okay. closing. Okay. Now Jerry, that's New York, right? <laughs> yes, I can But in some other states, just just so you know. So if you're listening in New York, that's the way it's in New York. But if you're listening in other states, some of them do require you to fill out that disclosure sheet. Yes. Forget. Yes. Well, New York requires it, but if you don't, you get a $500 credit to the buyer at closing, and that's what most people do. So, but in the absence, you know, apart from that, you the law says you always have to disclose latent defects. Latent defects are defects in the property that are not readily observable. So for example, if there's a a hole in the wall, forget about covering up with a picture for a second, but if there's a hole in the wall, that's an obvious defect that a buyer who inspects the property would see. So that would not be a latent defect. On the other hand, if your basement floods when it rains, that's a latent defect because you wouldn't observe it when it wasn't raining. You would only observe it when it was raining. So the courts would say you would have to disclose something like that. Now, the picture over the hole is a, believe it or not, is a fairly common thing that we see. People do this a lot, and I'm not sure they do it intentionally. I think they're doing it because they don't want to see the hole themselves, and they've put a picture over it, or or they've got a uh, discoloration on the floor, and they put a rug over it because they're covering it up themselves. They're not necessarily you know, hiding it from the new buyer. Oh, they might be. I mean, or they might. might be, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But we see this a lot, and I always tell people, you have to inspect carefully. You know, because we're taking the property as is. So, you know, before you sign on the dotted line, you know, lift up the corners of the carpet and, okay. you know, you, you can't do everything, but you, you have to inspect it carefully. So uh, that's generally the rule. In okay. So that's on home condition and repair issues. Okay. Yes. Now, in most states, do you have to tell somebody that the house is haunted? No, no. New York does not recognize that. The only time that New York has ever held anything close to that was when there was a, a stigma attached to it that the seller had perpetrated. For example, there was a case where the seller had um, announced that it was haunted and used to tell people it was haunted, but then didn't tell the buyer that. And because they'd created this stigma, the court said that you had to disclose it. But in the absence of that, uh, the court, the New York doesn't Well, require. yeah, but if your house... But, but let me put it this way. If your house has a reputation... Yes. being haunted. Stigma and reputation. Yes. Then I think you should tell them because when they find out they might not want it or maybe they like ghosts and dead, you know, spirits and they might. But but so so if it's 
got a stigma, I guess. That's probably the answer. Yes. And again, you have to check with your state because states are different here and there. Now, what about if there was a prior, Jerry, what mm-hmm. about if there was a prior murder in the home? So, so New York specifically by statute says that that is not a latent uh, defect that has to be disclosed. New York, um, several years ago, articulated a few things that, that specifically do not have to be disclosed. And one of them was a homicide in the home because they didn't want to go down this road. So you cannot maintain a claim against a seller who did not disclose that there was a homicide in, in the home, either when they owned it or a prior owner. Uh, if that's something that is important to you, uh, then you have to determine it yourself. However, well, no, wait, this is, Jerry, this let is, me ask you a question. <clears throat> if you see, I wouldn't just, this is me, doesn't mean for everyone. I would not want to buy a home that I knew somebody was killed in, that there was a murder. I just wouldn't. Yeah. I'd be afraid the spirit was hiding around still. So they don't have to disclose that. However, if I ask the seller. That's a different situation. And I probably. say, by the way, I just want to check. Was anyone, to your knowledge, ever murdered in this house? Yeah. Can they yeah. lie? Yeah, be careful. Homicide is wider than, than murder, by the way. Homicide is just the death at the hands of another. It doesn't necessarily mean murder. Oh. Um, but, the, but you're absolutely right. This is different than you ask the seller to make a representation, and now the seller has two choices. They can, well, three choices. They can lie, or they can tell the truth, or they can stay silent. Right. And then you derive from it what you want. But, you you know, in real estate, we always teach our agents, you know, the law is you cannot lie in real estate. You cannot tell the buyer a lie. So if the buyer asks, let's say your seller has decided they don't want to tell people that there was a, a multiple murder in the house and the buyer then asks, you can't lie and say, oh, no, you know, it's been wonderful here. Don't don't worry about the blood stains in the living room. It's, it's from something else. Uh, you can't lie about that. You have to either decline to answer or be honest in your answer. All right. But and that's I, only when the buyer specifically Just in some research, I, I just found that Pennsylvania um, is like New York. You don't have to state it. But then I just read that there was a case in California ruled for a buyer not told of murders in the home he bought. Sometimes even a violent death not ruled a murder may, not, may need to be disclosed. So again, we're giving you, Jerry's giving you New York information. Um, legal information. Again, if you buy in another state, it might be different. I think California is different. Uh, how about if, is there a, a restriction to one, like restrictions on number of dogs? I don't know what they mean by that. You can well, have as many dogs <clears throat> as you want, can't you? No, or, I mean, almost, for, first of all, buildings certainly always have restrictions on number of pets, you know, co-ops and condos. But municipalities generally have restrictions in how many Pets can be harbored, and what types of pets can be harbored uh, on the property, uh, particularly when you're within suburban confines. Now, if you're on farmland, then generally the regulations are, are are more permissive if it's a rural situation. But most suburban communities have restrictions on how many animals can be kept on the property and what types of animals. Okay, okay, that's good. I have one more question before I do that. Let me take a question from Jeannie from New Jersey. Good morning, Jeannie. How are you today? Oh, I'm well, thank you. Are you a football fan? No. Okay, neither am I. So I'm not going to ask who you're rooting for. The three of us should go out tomorrow. (laughs) You mean, you mean, uh... I have a question about, I I own a two-family home. Uh, I live on the first floor. The second floor, I rent. 
Now, it's vacant right now, and um, I had asked a real estate lady to come over just to look around, see how I had an update. And she was telling me, because I told her I, would, I don't want to, I, I understand you can't discriminate. I understand that. Um, but I do not want to have children upstairs. It, can I do that? What, what state <laughs> it, are you in? We're in New, New Jersey. Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. I don't know specifically about New Jersey, so you should consult a lawyer. But generally, oh, okay. the the many states will the, the general rule is that uh, you cannot discriminate I don't think based on children. But well, but there's exceptions. Generally, when you um, like under federal law, four units or fewer where the owner resides in one in a building is exempt uh, from the from the federal fair housing guidelines. It doesn't mean that the broker, however is going to be able to service that because understand brokers have their own set of obligations both to their company's fair housing policy and to their own so they might not be able to service the property you also may not be able to advertise however you might otherwise be exempt because you live there you have to consult with your attorney uh, I would be very careful there because you don't want if you you know you, it, it's a it's a very small carve out usually, and the law is written that way, recognizing that in certain circumstances where it's a, you know one or two units and you live there, they give you a little bit more flexibility. Um, so consult your attorney because I don't know. No, the law and a lot Jersey. of people <clears throat> want like a business couple or something like that because they think they're not going to be there that much. Uh, so. Uh, I think that I'm going to try to look it up. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll try to Google it because I don't know New Jersey, uh, but I I know that you know you know I know that a lot of people prefer to have a business person, and since you're living in it, like Jerry said, they might be a little less lax, but you still can't discriminate. And um, I think children um, like well, what happens if you have a couple and they have a child while they're there? You really can't throw them out. No, no, you couldn't. You couldn't defeat their lease then. But there, there are You know, in New York uh, State, under New York State law, for example, two units or less in a building where one is occupied by the owner, uh, they would be exempt from New York State human rights law. However, New York City is a different story. So you have to really know the municipalities you're dealing with. You may be subject, you're subject to both federal, state, and, for example, if you were within uh, the boundaries of the city of Newark, Newark has their own human rights law. So you have to have a competent lawyer who knows all three and can tell you whether or not you can legally make that restriction without, um, you know, without, but, but the broker might not be able to help you. You might have to do it on your own then because brokers have their own set of uh, obligations that they have to, you know, um, comply with because okay. they're in a regulated industry. Okay. That really right. didn't answer your question. <laughs> but but you know what? Where are you if, if you tell us where you are, if you email us where you are in New Jersey or just tell us, we'll see if we can find out for you because I mean, it's not something you should have to pay a lot of money to find out. Okay? I mean, uh, I, I think we can find out for you. So if you want to email us or tell us what part of New Jersey it is, We'll see what we can find out for you so that you know exactly what you're able to do and, and not able to do. Okay. What is your email? Uh, radio show at element.com. Okay. That's what I'll All right. Do. do that and we'll find out for you. Okay? All right. Thank you okay. so very much. That is always true. You have to always check because everyone, the manip- it's everything is different uh, depending on where you go, right? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. There was a question for Jerry. This came for you, and it says, um, I'm not sure if I understand what this person is saying, but I'm going to try. This <laughs> question is for Jerry. Uh, Dottie asked Jerry, my condo board wants to limit the amount of rentals in the building to two apartments. Mm. When I bought my apartment, it was my intention to rent it out. Am I exempt from the new rule? So, so I'm assuming that it just they just made yeah. the rule. Just, yeah, so this is um this is an area of the law that's that's definitely there's a lot of litigation going on of what condos can and cannot do. Um, you know, this is a situation where a person bought in a building and the condominium, as in many condominiums, allows you to lease your apartment. Um, you know, they, they can have some regulations associated with it, minimum terms of the rental, et cetera. But generally, there's no restriction on how many units in the building can be rented at one time. This <clears throat> listener's board is trying to limit it to two units at a time. So if two people uh, have their apartments rented, you can't rent yours. I don't think they would succeed in that. I think that's flatly um, would violate the, the terms of the, of the condominium declaration. Uh, moreover, in, unless the condominium declaration were amended with a supermajority of unit owners, I don't think the board could take that action on their own. You know, there's a lot of condominiums in the city that are trying to act more like co-ops. And I always warn people against this because people buy condos for a reason. They buy it because they want more flexibility. And, and they, they buy condos and they go for more money for that reason. They do. Yeah, Be- Because you... That because you know you, they can't really they can have certain restrictions, but they're not usually as as limiting as yeah. Particularly with respect to to rental, I mean that's one of the, the fundamental benefits of owning a condo is that you can lease it. Yeah, like where um, I live, you can lease it to anyone. Absolutely, it could be absolutely. A, a murderer. Wouldn't yeah, so matter I, w- to them. I would. Okay. I would step up. To, I would step up here and challenge that if I were that. <laughs> that uh, well, owner. that's if they disclose that. Which I'm sure, yes. if you were a murderer, you're not going to disclose. Listen, it. Listen, murderers got to live somewhere too. Yeah, they yeah. have to. Everyone has to live somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know. And we have a few minutes before we have our guests on, and then we're going to talk about. Uh, I just got an offer on my home, and I'm so so mad. Um, but I, there, and I think I read this right. It's in a new service in New York, and it's called Rent-A-Gent, but it's Rent-a-Gent. not about an escort service. Okay? okay, what it is is if you need a little muscle power, like you know, you know, if you're a single woman and you don't have a guy around, and you need to do some work in your house, that you need a little more. Muscle power, you can rent a gent. Well, what about a muscular woman? There are plenty of women that are muscular. Oh, I guess. That's not I, fair. Yeah, I guess they should do it two ways. I yeah. just read about it. I'll find out more. <laughs> uh, but that, I guess anybody rent can start any business. Who knows? It might catch mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Rent a gent. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you can rent them more ways than one. I don't know. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> I know. We'll be right back after the news. And we'll be talking about the wellness community. That's the most famous in the country. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.